Welcome back to the Upper Tier, folks. The football podcast we bring you each and every day. Joining me tonight, our resident referee, Mark, for another special Combined 11 show. How are we doing, Mark? How's it going? Well, thanks for having me on again. Yeah, not a bother at all. You can see me at this stage, lads. Not at all. I'm a little bit under the weather at the moment. I don't know whether it's hay fever or sinus or flu. I don't know what it is, but sure, we're here. We're showing up and we're pumping out the content. Interesting show tonight on the back of our combined 11 for the Premier League worst. Um, I'm sure we'll get some reaction out of that. So we said we'd also do one for each of our teams. So tonight we're going to be doing a show where I'll be doing a combined 11 worst Premier League 11s for Liverpool, and you're going to do one for Man United. So, mm-hmm. should generate some very interesting debate, no doubt, um, based on the players that we picked. Um, safe to say, Michael Owen, Emil Heskey, and Fernando Torres are not in my team. Just putting that out there for anyone who's watched our other combined 11 show. Right, let's <laughs> let's get into this. Anyway, We're still talking we, about that to this day, huh? Absolutely. We kick it off anyway. Go on, kick us off. What did you go? Did you go? What did you go? Four, three, three again. I've gone three at the back, five in midfield, and two up top. That sounds like that was constructed to include certain players. I'd say wasn't it that you wanted to get in there. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. I, I went with the typical four four two again, which is what we were kind of renowned for when we weren't very good. Yeah. Um, kick us off. Give us your goalkeeper. You know what, I'm going to go with a lad that, obviously last week I went with Mr. Toyibi for honourable mentions, but um, I, I'm going to leave him off this week because he only made four appearances, and um, so the guy who I'm picking had two spells with us, one in the late 80s, early 90s, and then he signed as a replacement for Peter Schmeichel. Um, he came in, myself and my dad went out to Old Trafford a lot back then, nearly every other week basically so i watched a lot of him in his first season he wasn't he wasn't great he was carrying a bit of weight keen mentioned him obviously eating packs of crisps and chocolate bars on the on, on the way to matches and stuff like that so i'm going for mark bosnich and goal bosnich yeah bosnich um, listen he always had big shoes to fill um coming in to replace michael or, or trying to but it just it was a disaster you know he made so many mistakes he was he he like I said, he, he did never kept his fitness up. Obviously there was a lot of stuff uh going off off the field, you know, his antics he was out late night doing this, that and the other, which one Ferguson would have been happy with. But it, yeah, I've gone for Mark Bosnich and go. Good show, Jay. He always seemed to be that guy, you know, not dissimilar to myself. You only have to look a field and you put on weight. He was that kind of guy, wasn't he? But he was certainly um he was certainly on the night saying all right and yeah. certainly didn't fit into to Fergie's ideas. He was yeah. a man um he, he was um he was involved in some recreational stuff as well, but we won't get into that yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good shout. I mean it would have been easy to put Toyebi in, especially for the mistake and stuff like that. That's what I'm um, saying. Like he, he only played four games to Ebi and I oh, listen, I know he made the mistake with Letizia shot, but I think Bosnich had too well he didn't play much in the first spell but the second spell he, he played a lot of games and, and he didn't really do it for me so hence the reason i put him in yeah i've i i've i've gone the other way i've gone with what your first recommendations were in terms of my one so i've put carrius in as my one carrius uh, yeah, yeah. i think a lot of liverpool fans would as well cause, so yeah i think so because i think if you go back and you look at the other keepers although for us, if you think about it, through the 90s and even through the 2000s and stuff like that, 
you know, we always had keepers that were reasonable shot stoppers. But yeah, they yeah. never. Sammy they all, yeah, but they always failed in terms of distribution. They always failed in mm. terms of there was always something that they didn't have to make them a real top top keeper. Mm. But they always they always put in a shift, and most of them were decent. Um, but Carius, I think just because of that pure collapse, you have to put him in. I mean, just, has there ever been a bigger collapse in terms of a goalkeeper and no, stuff like that? You no, know? Like, no, 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 at all. Think I think, didn't he go up to Turkey after that and he made a lot of mistakes over in Turkey as well? So He did, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he made similar mistakes. If I'm right, I think he started off okay with about three or four games. And then I think after that, I think for four or five games on the trot, I think, he made similar mistakes, um, and if you're in the Turkish league, you know the fans. They let you know all about it. It's a different breed of the Premier League fans. They're they're even worse. Like, yeah, it got to a stage where we couldn't even give them away. Um, yeah, so that'll, yeah. that'll that'll tell you about it. Was so that's how it in. Give us a give us your back three then. My back three, I've gone for Alex Butner. I've gone for a man who I mentioned last week, uh, William Prunier, and um, I've gone for a man. <laughs> A man that is in the current Manchester United squad. It might sound harsh, but I'm going for Harry Maguire. There you go. There you go. Breaking the rhythm. Breaking the rhythm. Poor Harry nah. Maguire. What are you got? What are you gonna do if he comes out this season now and has a belter of a season? They take the captain him, chills into his he, game and plays really well. If he does, I'll come on here at the, at the end of the last game and I'll, I'll send him an apology if he does that. And we'll do a new. Worst combined eleven. Yeah, we'll yeah. take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're so, replacing. We'll and, put them, and, and link them we'll on put them with the best eleven. Yeah, exactly. We'll put them in the best United eleven ever. Oh yeah. So that's uh, that's my goalkeeper and then my back three. So okay, I went with uh, a back four. So my first one up is Philip Deegan. Uh, came into Liverpool. Spent four years at Liverpool. Four years, right? Four Did years. He? Four years. Seven appearances. In nice. four years, nice. Um, has I didn't to realize he was there that long four years, man. Yeah, four years. Um, disaster. Uh, the next one I put in was uh, Mr. Hardballs himself from West Ham, who soon is signed. Um, as soon as brought him in, and he says, I think at the time he said, I'm bringing this man in because he reminds me of me, and uh, how wrong Graham Soonis was, Julian yeah. Dix. Um, and I think Julian Dix would probably feature in most Liverpool uh, combined 11s. Uh, yeah, he, he was a hard man. He was kind of a bit like Ruddock, wasn't he, in that sort of way? Yeah, came in on a swap deal for David Burrows and Mike Marsh. Um, but yeah, shocking, shocking. Yeah, uh, I, remember, I remember some of the tackles when he was with West Ham. Remember they had the old Dr. Martins... Uh, sponsor on their jerseys doc martins and yeah just he was he was like like i said he's like Ruddock. he always carried a bit of weight never had much pace but he'd always stick the foot in if you were trying to get by him yeah i think i think what happened with this guy is this this guy probably would have been a perfect 80s footballer but got caught in the 90s um, yeah, yeah. and it just he just um I, I I don't know. He'd stick the foot in and stuff like that, but I don't think anyone ever believed he was hard. You know, in that kind of zoom, soon as fine. Yeah, um, yeah. Soon as should have known better. Football was changing at the time. That's not the kind of players you should be looking for anyway. Um, my next one you'll probably remember anyway. This is the third in my defense. Uh, Torben Picnic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
came in on the back of we had this love affair if you remember with Liverpool we had this love affair with Scandinavian players we always signed Scandinavian players but this guy came in on the back signed in 1992 on the back of Denmark winning the Euros by saying his two seasons 17 appearances should appear on most Liverpool's uh, poorest or worst combined 11 if you like and a man that came in, um, and you had mentioned one in your combined 11 with a similar name, Rigobert Song. Song. I put in into my defence as well. No way. Yeah. Do you know who I was thinking you were going to put in? I, I tell you, I was tempted. I was tempted. Yeah, do, you know, yeah. do you know something? I could have put all of nearly Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson, yeah, yeah. It's you know what I mean? True, like I, 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 could have put, I could have put a load in and stuff like that. you know what I mean? Um. Go ahead and give us your midfield. Yeah, so basically a lot of these names I would have mentioned in the Premier Leagues were signings, possibly. So uh, I've gone for Be- Beppe, yeah. uh, Cleberson, who yeah. signed after having a fantastic World Cup. Never, never lived up to the hype. Uh, Jemba Jemba. Yeah, uh, Jemba Jemba, yeah. An absolute, and the two last in midfield are absolute rat bags, uh, Pogba and Di Maria. Maria, yeah. And I was having a hard time. I was looking at Jordi Cruyff as well. Uh, United fans remember signing Jordi Cruyff. Obviously had uh, that big famous name on the back of the shirt, but never lived up to what his dad had done previously. You know, that's our sort of way. But, very, yeah, very Cruyff. difficult to match the dad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the dad yeah, was just, he's up there, you know. But yeah, so, um, yeah, Beppe Cleverson, Jemba Jemba. Di Maria and Pogba. Interesting. Some good choices there. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's mad, isn't it? The amount of players that you see coming in on the back of a, a really good international tournament mm. and then they come yeah. in and they're just woeful. <laughs> it's like it's, yeah, it's like crazy, he, you know. He made 24 appearances in two years for us. Obviously, he had that fantastic 2002 World Cup where yeah. uh, he couldn't do anything wrong. But. It's one of these, like, you, you look at some of the South Americans on any list, they find it hard to come into the Premier League and settle for whatever yeah. reason. I'll give, you, um, I'll give you a little, um, I'll give you a little teaser to my front line. One of these lads in my front line as well came in on the back of a very good international tournament and just turned out to be a proper fucking scumbag. <laughs> and there's no prizes for guessing who it is. <laughs> I, think, I think I know who it is, though. So. Absolutely. Um, so that's, well, that's yeah, Jemba, you too. look at it. Yeah, like Jemba Jemba there, um, De Maria, Pogba, we spoke about him. Beppe, we spoke about him last week as well. So, um, any notable just, any notable mentions that you chopped off? Did you change your mind at all in your midfield? Yeah, like I had, like I said, I had Jordi Cruyff there. I had Kieran Richardson as well. Um, obviously, I, I put him on the other list because I was kind of like yeah. wanted to get him in there, but you, you could have had a few, <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um I'll, I'll give you my midfield and I prefaced it in the other show as well. So first of all, out of the block, Alberto Aquilani. We can't move away from this guy. This guy is featured <laughs> on all our podcasts for the last two weeks. I have him on my bench, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to see now, who did I put in then into my midfield? Yes. Uh, Milan Jovanovic. Jovanovic. Yeah, made 10 appearances. Benitez brought him in in 2010. Terrible. Never, never made it. Um, the next two you'll be very familiar with. Um, I remember these guys holding up the scarves and all, and the fanfare and all. Uh, one that came in, Bruno Sheru. Yeah, 
Seyrou, yeah. Yeah. Two goals yeah. in four seasons. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wasn't he with the standard charter jersey? That was a sponsor back then, wasn't it? And he, I can I remember him in Anfield at the time. Yeah. Sometimes I look at those those uh, those uh, sponsors on the jerseys, and I think if only it was further back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it wasn't in my mind, but Bruno yeah. Shayrill. I remember I was working in a company at the time, and uh, I was friends with a guy in quality control. He was a big Liverpool fan as well, and he always he always used to come in to me on the Monday, and he goes, "There you go." Bruno Shereau, waste of time and all this. He always gave out about Bruno Shereau, Rigobert's song, and probably song. Alberto Aquilani. These Isn't are the it, guys yeah. he used to give out about. So put him in there. Um, my final midfielder, one that you won't be surprised about. Um, again, another Hodgson boy. Christian Paulson came in. 12 appearances, 12 appearances. And as soon as Daglish took over, absolutely showed him the door. Yeah, that guy, yeah. Get it's an amount like Roy Hodgson, the money he spent, and you look at the players he brought in, like you go back to Koncheski there, I think it was, did he get them from Fulham at the time, I think? Uh, might have been Charlton, was it? Was it Charlton, was it? I'm not Four. sure, I thought it might have been Charlton, I'm not too sure. Oh, you see, these ones I like to block out of my mind. Yeah, As a matter yeah, of fact, no, yeah, right. you could ask me most questions about the Hodgson error, and I'd actually have to look it up. I've, I've tried to oh, blank yeah. it out of my mind like it even yeah. happened, because I often say on these shows that certain people shouldn't have even been allowed to park around Anfield, near long manager around probably, it. Yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, Roy is one of those guys. Lovely man. Great manager at some other clubs and stuff like that. But when you're stepping up to a club like Liverpool, shocking. Shocking. Give us a give us your front line. Up front, I've gone with a player, but I've two from I've got the first one I've gone for a player who was uh, described as the next Thierry Henry. He came in and never quite made it. So it's David Bellion I've gone with as my first Bellion, striker. Yeah. Um, it did again so much hype about him. I don't know who compared him to Henri because I don't know what type of drugs that person was on, but he was never that type. He didn't even make a Sunderland, never mind when he could play rough. But after he signed yeah. and went to Sunderland, he never done, done anything there either. So it just shows you. And um, to finish off my top two strikers is another rat bag, as I'd like to call him. <laughs> um, he said he never wanted to be at the club from the start, but he's a great piano player, and that is one Sanchez. Alexis Sanchez. Alexis yeah. Sanchez. Yeah, I think. I think what, yeah, it's mad. What a footballer. What a footballer. But just went into United, and from day one didn't endear himself with the fans, didn't embrace the move, no. was getting paid a truckload of money. Um, but yeah, God, yeah. And even when he went on loan, like I said in the last episode, he was still getting paid two hundred thousand by us when he was he went on loan to to Inter Milan. It's crazy, scary, isn't it? Crazy scary. going on, like, yeah, scary. Yeah, but, and he and he, and he might be one that may not feature in a lot of um, worst combined elevens. You know that kind of way because people yeah, might yeah. again, as I was talking earlier, might want to forget about a guy like that. Mm. You know what I mean? And the, the well, you look like there's other strikers throughout the years that. You know, signed, didn't play too many games, but gave it their all. You look at Dean Dublin, he only made a handful of appearances, scored nine goals, but anytime yeah. he played for United, he put a shift in, you know? Yeah. Um, where Sanchez never put a shift in whatsoever, so, um, and his attitude just stunk from the start. 
Yeah, well, you look at a guy like Dion Dublin, there's still a certain endearment to him there from the fan base and stuff like that. So you can tell, even though you didn't play a lot or whatever it was, they still have a bit of respect for you there that when you came mm. in, you did actually try and stuff like that. The likes of Sanchez, if you can imagine him rocking up to Old Trafford now, he'd be absolutely vilified mm. at this stage. Yeah. Um, yeah, but well, good uh, shouts. Some, some 11. Yeah, yeah, when you look at it on paper, like there's a few more current players there, you know, than I probably would have expected, but there was, you know, it's so hard, like, even though it goes from doing that, you could have, I could have had two or three lists of, of kind of players. Yeah, that absolutely. Listen, there's players that may have only played two or three times I could have put on as well, but I just, I, I felt there, was, there wasn't a need to put them on this list, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um. I'll give you my front two. Um, no surprises who goes in there first. A guy who I couldn't believe we signed. And I don't know what Brendan Rodgers was thinking that he was going to be able to control him. But Mr. Why Always Me, Mario Balotelli. Goes on the list straight away. Absolute madness. madness. I, I don't know at what point Brendan Rodgers woke up in the middle of the night and said, you know something? I think I'm going to bring in Mario Balotelli. And if anyone can get a, a jot out of him, I'm going to get a jot out of him. I'm going to be yeah. the man to control him and restore him to greatness. Well, that now is going very quickly. He's a great so my, character. Man, I can't, fault, what was it? I can't fault him for effort. <laughs> Just got slapped yeah. up by West Brom or something, you know what I mean? I couldn't I, ask for more for the lads. Maybe ask for a few goals and maybe a win, Brandon. Wouldn't be too oh, bad. He got very frustrating like... for me. Like even at City, Mancini found it so hard to control him. He, he was always one of these fiery characters, a bit like kind of Diego Costa, you know, he's a bit fiery, but at least Costa used to score goals and, and put a shift in. But yeah, I tell you, oh my yeah. goodness, man. remember the one where Mancini subbed him and he was going yeah, ballistic, was, and Mancini yeah. wanted to batter the head off him, basically, you know. And I think of that red way, I might have backed yeah. Mancini. I might have yeah, backed Mancini because yeah. he looked like he had those And Brian Kidd, Brian Kidd backing up Mancini behind him as well. So you wouldn't yeah. want to go get on Brian Kidd's bad side either. Yeah. Like, like I said earlier, my second striker and no prizes for guessing <laughs> who this guy is. El Hajj Juf, another guy who came in on the back of a, a very good, um, uh, would have been a World Cup, wouldn't he? Him and uh, Sally Joe signed for us mm. on the back of that World Cup. They both had a really good World Cup. Um, but came in though, absolute tramp um, and I think he, he would go into most people's worst combined 11s for Liverpool I would imagine didn't he spit at Gerrard when he was playing with Bolton or Blackburn and he was playing against Liverpool didn't he spit at him or something like that as well I think it was either him or did he go out to get a ball and spat at a fan or something like that something like that yeah I just yeah, remember like like. yeah an absolute tramp so yeah, so that's my that's my worst combined eleven. So just I'll I'll rock back through mine and then you can rock back through yours. So Carius, Philip Deegan, Julian Dix, Torben Picnic, Rigobert Song, Alberto Akalani, Milan Jovanovic, Bruno Shayru, Christian Paulson, Mario Balotelli, and El Hadj Juf. If there was ever a team that would bring a Premier League title back to Liverpool, that team is not it. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a rundown on your United team again. Yeah, so I've gone for Bosnich, uh, Maguire, Prunier, Butner, which I was struggling to put him in, but I put him in in the end. Uh, Pogba, Bebe, Cleberson, Jemba Jemba, uh, Di Maria, Bellion, and Sanchez. So I've, but uh, yeah, it was, listen, again, I was, like I said, I was scribbling in the new names. Not not so 
more, more so on the other list for the, yeah. the worst Premier League rather than this, but it was still, it was tough at times. But yeah. got there it's interesting because you you're four players in there that are kind of still very current, you know. So yeah, it's, yeah, interesting. Yeah, and, it's and interesting still currently on. shit. <laughs> <laughs> still making truckloads of money from fueling people I think yeah, yeah um, big time but now one of the players like you were saying earlier we'll talk about it we, we've seen a reference coming out about a conversation and his uh, his agent who's is obviously deceased yeah. but if there's some of the things that were said oh my god what are you doing Paul Pogba like this this documentary, like I hope he signed this contract with Juventus before this documentary comes out because yeah. I get the feeling with this documentary, no one, no one will ever touch him again. Now I hope but this like, contract's he, a four or five year. Going on the conversation, like you swear he carried that team for five six years that he won everything there is to be won the way he was going on and like what he had a handful of games that he did well in that he showed up in in the United jersey. Yeah. He's an absolute yeah. shot. He's a con artist. That's exactly yeah. what he is. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was thinking there, we, we must actually um we must actually do a show that's the opposite of our legend series. Hmm. I don't know what we call it yet. We'll have to find the name for it, or if our viewers want to think of a name. We obviously do a legend series on the show where we pick a player and go back and look through their career. The what we should do is series. Yeah, what we should what we should do is have a look at the opposite of that and pick a player like Pogba, who had all the potential in the world, was a huge star. You know, won a World Cup, did he? And a Euros, I think. Was it? Um, yeah, he won the yeah he won the World Cup, and I'm yeah. not sure if he won a Euro as well, but won a World Cup anyway, definitely. And he won best um, haircut as well, two thousand and twenty. Yeah, 2018, 19, yeah. 20, 21, and 22. Um, but also, was a fabulous player at Juventus. Um, and for some reason, I'm not rocks up to United. And, uh, isn't it mad how all these players look great in the Serie A? Does that not say something about that league? Like, like you, you look at Lukaku or Chelsea, he, he wants to leave Chelsea. He only signed for them. He did, he did great spell with Inter Milan under Conte, and like he comes over here and he's, he's mm. not worth crap, like you know. But then you look at yeah. you look at other players that came in, the likes of Zola, and I suppose Real Tolle. He came in from the Italian league, but he mm. wasn't Italian. Um, but but there's a lot of really good players well, see, that come in as the, well. The Serie A was different back then. You're mentioning Zola and Hullet. That's when the Serie A was serious, like you know. That's yeah. that's when we used to watch it on Channel Four. Yeah. And there used to be a game on a Sunday afternoon, and yeah. you know you had the likes of Baggio and. You'd, you'd yeah, and and all these players, but now I don't know. I think the pace. I suppose the best example at the players. moment, the, the best example at the moment is probably Jorginho, is it? Yeah, Jorginho who's done well at Chelsea, and then you think about that Italian side; they've only gone and won. Um, uh, they've only just gone and won a, won a Euros and stuff like yeah. that as well, you know. So there's a lot of talent in there and stuff. That I think culturally it's changing because I think a lot of those younger Italian players now. Who may have looked to the Premier League to move in and stuff. Now they're not moving, they're staying in Italy yeah. and stuff from a culture mm. point of view and stuff like that. They prefer it. So mm. um, times have changing. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure doing this one with you. As always, if you want to contact yes, the show, yes. the upper tier podcast at gmail.com, audio shows on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. And if you want to contact the show, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, the upper tier podcast, you'll find us out there. All you have to do is search um, it. If there's any list, if there's any list you want us to do out there, just drop a comment in the section below. Let us know what you want, yeah. what list you want us to do. 
or if well, you want to come on and do a list with us, we're yeah, quite happy absolutely. to do a list as well. Absolutely. If anyone wants to come on, just drop us an email there and we'll have you on. Until next time, my friend, a pleasure. Cheers, guys. Thanks.